0: Drivers, start your engines!
1: It's time for the fastest hour of radio southern race week with your host william barber ladies and gentlemen welcome to this week's edition of southern race week i am often imitated but never duplicated the man who's getting his voice back i am wb aka william barber and this is southern race week setting high atop his pit box is none other than Alfie. what's going on brother
2: What's going on there, WB? Glad to be with you again this week for another star studded Edition of a Southern Race Week Radio. We've got a a great guest list of guests joining us this week here. In just moments, William, I'm going to be speaking with the Executive Vice President and General Manager of Atlanta Motor Speedway, Brendan Hutchinson, as we recap everything that happened during the March race weekend. we got two big events coming up at Atlanta Motor Speedway here in the next few weeks. And then also, we will preview the big Quaker State 400. Presented by Walmart, which will be the July night race. That'll be Sunday, July 9th. And then also we have a couple of NHRA top fuel drivers will be joining us. Josh Hart and also Justin Ashley. And Justin Ashley, congratulations to him. Won back-to-back Wallies uh, this past weekend and in Sonoma. And then the weekend before in Arizona. So uh, he's on a bit of a hot streak since you mentioned a few weeks ago when he was on the program that when you come on Southern Race Week Radio, more than likely... You end up winning so uh, maybe he'll never leave the show again if he wins again they're off this week william but they'll be back in action uh next week doing four wide racing there at the strip at las vegas motor speedway so uh those great guests will join us this week but hold on in the distance william i see the food depot hotline is a uh, lighting up what's going on there
1: well apparently uh the guests know the drivers know that if you win after being on the show calling in will get you another win again ladies and gentlemen on the food depot hotline after another victory and being on the show ladies and gentlemen bubba pollard bubba welcome back to the show sir What's going on, guys? I, I was I was I just tuned in and here I give you a call. Well, Betty, let me tell you, man, winning, winning, winning is what you do again <laughs> and again. You got a great team around you and a great support staff, uh, dude. What is the secret to your success? I have no. I, I guess being on the show, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I have I have no idea. I wish I
3: knew. But we've been working on. It. We've been working hard over the off season here and trying to get our uh, program back in the right direction and uh still all the same people we did change back to my old race cars um thought thought there for a minute we needed something um newer and a little better we thought but you can't knock down all the faithful so we had to get back in there she went right back to winning
1: well bubba i'm telling you the asphalt circuit has been great to you and it seems like that no matter where you go, you are a, a confident driver to be compelled with. And, um, you know, what, what is the mindset for you and your team whenever you go from, you know, racing around in the southeast to racing from the west coast to the east coast and all parts in between? What's the combination? Do you take a team out west? Do you take a team up north? Or do you stick with the same team and just travel them all over?
3: The best thing about the whole my whole racing program is we got a group of guys that's been together for um, almost 15 years now. And uh, I think that's one of the, the key things to, to winning races is having people who like to have fun together enjoy the other racetrack. So, uh, yeah, the same group of guys always travel with us and uh run up down the road but you know here in the next couple weeks we will be driving uh up north in wisconsin area for someone different so we're excited about that um it'd be new for us be a challenge it be fun but you know just just having the same guys uh travel with us uh week in and week out and they all desire to win as much as i do so that's the important thing they have that fire to win and Uh, As long as they had that as much as I do, uh, it's a a good combination.
1: If you're just showing us on the Food Depot hotline here, we got Bubba Pollard, driver of the number 26 car. And, Bubba, you just come off of a win in a fog storm. Tell me about that, brother.
3: Yeah, I'd say that would be the first for me. Uh, I've been racing for 22, three years now, and uh, that's the first time we've ever raced in the fog and had it raced uh, the short. Uh, We wasn't, you know, it rained earlier that day, and being by the ocean and, or the, the water there, um, just so much moisture and everything. The fog rolled in about race time, and uh, you could see it coming. It just kept getting worse and worse. And uh, kept watching. We knew where we needed. We knew our. We needed to put ourselves in position to win uh, in case they called the race early, um, or or just uh, if they let it keep going. You know, spotters really couldn't see well. And, Uh, Just the visibility was tough there, even the last 10 laps. So uh, we kind of rode there uh, the first uh, part of the race, and then once we see that fog roll in, we we decided to take the lead. And and sure enough, it wasn't 20 laps later they decided to call the race. So uh, just uh, just very fortunate. I hate the fans didn't get to see a good race, but um, it it was good for us.
1: Well, Bubba Pollard, we sure do appreciate you uh, taking time to call in to be on the show with us here on the podcast and the radio show. Somebody wants to find out more about you, where do we need to point them to, brother?
3: Yeah, go to BubbaPollard.com. Uh, we also have Facebook at BubbaPollard26. Um, check it out, Bubba Pollard fan page. We've we'll, uh, we got a race schedule coming up. Uh, we're going to travel around the next couple weeks. Uh see if we can't win some more races. So uh, get on there and check it out. Check out all our, all our sponsors and uh, come out and see your
1: race. I'm Kaitlin Vinci from Fox Sports 1, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right,
2: welcome back to this brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio network Alfie mm-hmm. As we continue on with this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio, Along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, I'm very honored and privileged to welcome our next guest here via the Voo Depot Zoom line. And, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in the Executive Vice President and a General Manager of Atlanta Motor Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, great friend of the show, Mr. Brandon Hutchinson. Mr. Hutchinson, once again, thank you so much for taking the time to join us this week here on Southern Race Week Radio. Hopefully, you're having a great day today, my friend.
4: Alfie, Thank you so much for having me, as always. It's a pleasure to talk to you, and I am having a great day. Hopefully, you are, too.
2: Well, we're having a great day. as a joint spring break here with my children uh, this week, as we mentioned before we went on the air. And, and Brandon, let's get right to the chase here. We are we a couple of weeks removed from a huge week in Atlanta Motor Speedway, the am Better Health 400 race weekend uh you have the full house with trucks xfinity cup series doubleheader weekend on saturday um i had the opportunity to camp out which i hadn't done here at the track in probably over a decade was the last time i officially uh camped out rented an rv and we're in the infield and i i gotta tell you uh, it was such so much fun um, camping on the infield. And if this is nothing you've never done before, I recommend it strongly when you get here, when uh, when July race weekend gets here because it's so much fun. You had the, the peach Pit, which, which was amazing. Uh, the ACDC cover band was amazing. The, you had a great fireworks show. I had a great time talking to a lot of my neighbors and other race fans. And, and I'm sure for you, welcoming an extremely strong crowd, I got to tell you, Brandon, the racing once again did not disappoint.
4: Well, there's a lot to unpack there, Alfie. For, first and foremost, Even if you have camped at Atlanta Motor Speedway and you just haven't done it in a while, you need to come back. I tell you, the staff here is working extremely hard to make sure that uh, we bring the fun back to Atlanta Motor Speedway. People work hard for their money. They choose to spend it with us. And when people choose to spend it with us, I want to make sure that we give them as much entertainment as we possibly can. And the Peach Pit is a great way for us to, to do just that. We have brought the party back to the infield. Don't worry if you have families. We also have a family campground far removed from the ACDC cover band type activities. But, you know, we have a good time out here, and that's what it's all about. You know, NASCAR does a great job of putting incredible racing on track, as you said, with the new 28 degree banking. Um, We have seen three of the best races you have ever seen at Atlanta Motor Speedway. And that's saying a lot because we've had some of the closest finishes in NASCAR history. But when when cars aren't on track, Alfie, I want to make sure that we've got something going on. So if it's not in the Peach Pit, it might be in the Gathering Place. We might be having a camper appreciation party. We might be having a party at bootleggers. We might be having a band playing out on the fan, in the fan zone. So we work real hard to make sure that uh, we give fans as much bang for their buck as we possibly can.
2: And even though you are known for NASCAR primarily, you do so many more other things on the track. In fact, coming up here, we were just discussing this as they're kind of carrying up the ball field on the front stretch to put some dirt out there because you got two big events coming up here. In the next few weeks, April 15th, you'll have the Monster Energy AMSA Supercross. And then the following weekend, April 22nd to the 23rd, you got Monster Jam going on. So, not just NASCAR, you got so many other great events that deal with motorsports, but it's just a completely opposite end of the spectrum of what NASCAR brings.
4: We'll do over 500 events every single year. And, you know, for years and years and years, we were told do not touch Ed Clark's grass. If you touch Ed Clark's grass on the front stretch, the ball field, as we call it, you in for a long day. And when I took over, I said, to heck with that. Let's tear that grass up. Let's bring in as many events as we possibly can. And as you said, on April 15th, we've got AMA Supercross, which is a cool Event. It's the longest, fastest supercross track they run on all season. We bring in a hundred thousand square feet of dirt, and so right now they're removing sod. They're going to start building the track. The week after that, April twenty-second, twenty-third, we've got two days of Monster Jam. Grave Digger's going to be here. El Toro Loco's going to be here. Some of the coolest events that we have all year long happen in just a couple of weeks. It's a lot of fun. I grew up racing, uh, riding dirt bikes, so Supercross is something I love to see. And then uh, shortly after that, we put the side back. We get racing on our quarter ring for the Thunder, Thursday Thunder Series, um, and that doesn't happen until we finish the Henry County High School graduations this year. So a lot going on at Atlanta Motor Speedway, but all in the name of fun for our community, fun for our fans, and we're going to continue and continue to do more. Um until we just lost at the same,
2: brother. Yeah, I'm looking at the March of, in the month of April. I'm not, not only those two events, but you also have the Bobby Orr Motorsports Stunt Driving Academy, which will be April 28th through the 30th, and also the Georgia Spring Fair to to wrap up the month and then carry on over into May. That'll be April 28th through uh, May 7th. And for all the information, you want to check out all the events going on at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Just head on over to Atlanta Motor Speedway. Dot com, click on events to check out all the great uh, activities and things that are going to be going on at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Uh, we're speaking here with the executive vice president and general manager of Atlanta Motor Speedway, Brandon Hutchinson, in this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio. And um, it's hard to believe, Brandon, even though we've wrapped up a race weekend in March, we're not far away from uh, NASCAR Cup Series Racing returning to Atlanta Motor Speedway for the uh, Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart. Uh, Before we talk about that weekend, you guys made a a huge announcement uh, in March dealing with Quaker State as they're extending their contract with you guys for the naming rights. So what's it like now knowing that Quaker State is going to be around for a while to continue to um, support and also sponsor this race weekend?
4: Well, your listeners know Quaker State Motor Oil is some of the most reliable motor oil that you can buy on the market, and it is available at Walmart. As a matter of fact, we changed the race name. It's the Quaker State 400 available at Walmart this year. Listen, we hope to sell a lot of Quaker State for many, many years to come. They're a great partner of ours. Um, Not only are they in sync with what our fans want and what our fans need, But to have them as a partner locked in for years to come is special for us. And uh, we hope to develop that relationship even deeper than we have to this point.
2: Brandon, July 8th will be the Xfinity race. July 9th, the cup race. But something unique this year and different, we're going to be under the lights. And I know usually in the month of July, it's usually a very warm time of the year here. But now it's going to be under the lights where it's going to be cool evening, crisp. And those cars just look dynamite. Uh, under the lights anyway so tell me about the decision to switch this to a night race on a sunday
4: our fans don't let it ever be said that we don't listen to our fans now don't get me wrong i was kind of hot too so that might have had a little bit to do with it but um we listen to our fans we do a voice of the fan survey during and after each of our races to make sure that we get feedback that can help us be better for the next event because remember people work hard for their money i want to make sure if they choose to spend it here they get as much as they can out of their, their their dollar but we listened to the fans. We moved it into the evening. It's going to be a 7 o'clock advertised start time uh, for the Sunday Cup race and an 8 o'clock advertised start race start time for the Saturday Xfinity race, um, which means they will drop the green flag about 15, 18 minutes after that. Um, yeah, they don't call it hot Atlanta for anything, for nothing, right? July is a hotter time of the year. The later we can move it into the day for our fans to have more a, a more comfortable experience. That's exactly what what we wanted to do. So again, to answer your question, one word: fans.
2: And you are one of the most fan friendly venues. You you every time we talk, you talk about mentioning the fans and their comments and feedback. Uh, From this past race in March, what kind of feedback did you hear from the fans?
4: Well, let's start with some of the negative vibes. You know, we got some feedback on from our track access pass holders that they weren't allowed as much pit access as they were before. And for those fans, and if any of them are your listeners, I can assure you. We've already had a few hours of meetings with NASCAR as well as internally to figure out how we can get that access back from our fans. So while we hear a lot of positives from our fans and it's always a feel good to hear that stuff, I try to take away the negative stuff that we can potentially make better. So let me start by that. But on the positive end of things, Alfred, man, you know, we have worked so hard to put on a positive experience our fans are starting to notice. And as you were here this past race weekend, there's a feeling at Atlanta Motor Speedway right now, there, there is momentum that we haven't had in a long, long time. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's it's back the way that it was. Um, we still don't have Dale Sr. Um, and that's, that's never going to be forgotten. But what we do have is a passion that uh, our team has, and they are dedicated to making sure that, that we put on a big time. So, we heard a lot from our fans that they like what we're doing. We're going to continue the things that we hear they like to do. Peach pit's one of them. The peach pit isn't going away. If the peach pit goes away, that means Brandon Hutchinson has gone away. Um, but we're going to continue to feed off of that type of stuff and just get better and better with every every event we can do.
2: And I know you've already made some announcements as far as some of the entertainers and, and pre-race uh, performance you'll have at that event coming up in July as well, correct?
4: We've got a great lineup that's in the works. We're going to have – a big star for the Quaker State 400, available at Walmart pre-race. We're going to have a big star out in the fan zone on the trackside live stage. And when I say big star, it might even be in their name. Um, we're going to have another massively popular cover band in the Peach Pit uh, again. It's going to be a big time, and we're going to we're going to sprinkle in bands throughout the venue. Um, remember, last year we tried to infuse a nascar race with a music festival we called it revs and riffs and i want to continue a little bit of that bring as much music and entertainment what's better in the summer than nascar racing and live music
2: and hey, let's just let you know andy Grammer has been announced from you guys he'll be doing the pre-race uh, stage on sunday evening before the uh, quaker state 400 available at uh, walmart and of course for all the information and also to purchase your tickets campgrounds are available Tickets are available, and you always have some great uh, package deals that are beneficial to families to come out and enjoy um, an event together as a family, and it's not going to burn up their pocketbook.
4: I want to make sure, I, you know, I come from a blue-collar family. We turn the oven on one day a week so that my mom could, could cook all at once, a uh, single mom, and uh, I just love her with all my heart. But I want to make sure in the business that I run, uh, those single mothers, those single fathers, have an opportunity to come to the Landlord Speedway if that's what they want to do. So kids are free for the OSCO uniforms, 250, on Saturday, Xfinity Race. Adult tickets start at just $35 for that race as well. The cup race, kids are only $10. Um, Adult tickets start at $49. If you wanted a package for the whole weekend, ticket packages start at $69, and we do have kids' prices built into that too. So the kid price isn't going to be $69. I encourage people to camp on the infield. It costs a little bit more to camp on the infield, but you see every second of all of the on-track activity. You're right next door to the Peach Pit infield party, which I believe is going to be on Friday night, the 7th of July this year, because remember, our Xfinity race is a night race. We're going to kick everything off on Tuesday night, July 4th, with a massive freight auctions fireworks extravaganza extravaganza it's going to be free for everybody so july 4th come out here hang with us watch some fireworks come back for race weekend it's going to be a big time we're trying to do it big we're trying to do it fun we're trying to do it better for the fans that's what we're all about
2: as always mr hutchinson we appreciate it when you take the time to join us here on a southern race week radio sir um good luck as you lead things up through july and looking forward to seeing you at the track once again my friend
4: southern race week radio fans are the best Those that listen to you
2: are our fans, and for that, I appreciate it.
3: Hey, everyone, this is Anthony Alfredo, and you're listening to Southern Race Week.
2: All right, welcome back to this brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio network. It's Alfie. As we continue on this brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, we're very honored and privileged to welcome our next guest here via the Food Depot Zoom line as he's coming up from his – race offices getting ready to uh, get set for another NHRA event coming up here next week. Uh, Let's welcome in top fuel driver. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Josh Hart!
5: That's like Whitney Houston long.
2: (laughs) Mr. Hart, uh, thank you so much for taking the time to join us this week here on Southern Racing Radio. As the saying goes, when we have a big deal guest on, we got to give them a big deal introduction. And you are a big deal. We really appreciate you taking the time to uh, join us. I believe this is your first time on Southern Racing Radio, so we really appreciate that. And usually, as a first time guest on the program, always love to know your story. Do you remember when this kind of you kind of gravitated towards this sport? Because as as awesome of a sport it is to watch, is an extremely dangerous sport to be involved in
5: so i i actually started on the other side of the tracks where i was getting in trouble uh on the streets and i think i was almost proud of the fact that i had the list of every infraction you could possibly get um nothing to be proud of these days and then i had a family friend ask me to take to the drag strip and uh that's what we did and i was hooked from that point forward
2: and now you're doing what you're doing today, which is amazing. You have uh, five career wins under your belt uh, as a driver. I know the season has been kind of a struggle to get things started and, and probably where you wanted it at this point, but where do you see as a team improving and, 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 and maybe coming up the line, maybe certain facilities and tracks you're looking forward to to maybe turn things around for you a little bit?
5: Yeah, we're definitely um, you know having some turbulence to get this thing off the ground this season. We started off winning the Pet Boys Challenge and then, Um, you know, going into first round of Gators, I was just a little uh, off my game. And now the car just seems to be off its game a little bit. So if we can get this thing together, I think we'll be just fine. Um, As far as, you know, this season, we're miles ahead from where we were last season. I'm extremely comfortable in the car, the team is gelling properly. I think we truly are a championship contender.
2: You have a week off, and then you guys will be at the Strip at Las Vegas for their uh, Ford Wide Nationals. I know looking through your bio, you're a big family man. You have a daughter, married. When your family does come out to your events, especially your daughter, you know, because I know sometimes as a competitor, especially when you're going through frustrating times, it must be tough. But then when you're able to get off the track, spend that time with your daughter, uh, spend that time with your wife, does it kind of help you? Just kind of move on and get over it for a little bit and 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 be a dad instead of a, a driver.
5: Oh no, it's the exact opposite. So my wife's the first person to say, uh, you know, you messed up on that one. Were you sleeping? And my daughter, you know, we we had a we had a little conference about reaction time. Um, so she she'll tell you, you know, you need to be in okay. the game. But, uh, yeah, if you if you check out our social media page, it's pretty entertaining. She, she'll have a full-blown board meeting about driver performance.
2: <laughs> Speaking with top fuel driver Josh Hart in this week's edition of a Southern Race Week Radio, and one of the tremendous things about this sport is how brave you got to be, because obviously I'm not one who's going to get behind the wheel of a car and go 300-plus miles an hour. Um I'm sure there's a lot of mental preparation that goes into – um for a run or anything like that. For you personally, what's your process? How how do you get yourself ready to go when you know you're about to get behind the wheel of, of, of a dangerous machine going at 300 plus
5: miles an hour? You know, you just need to make sure that right before you get in that thing that your mind is clear. You can't think about anything else, you know, so as an owner driver, that's twice as hard. You know, you're always thinking about invoices and payroll and staff personalities and uh, logistics, and there's so much stuff. So, know props to anybody that actually is an owner driver but um when you go up there you just need to make sure your mind is clear and you got to focus on that light you know and maybe that's what i was doing in Gainesville. i i was thinking about invoices when i should have been thinking about hitting the gas pedal
2: you have a lot of great sponsors that are a part of your team i mean this this sport, and any sport, that's a, a motorsport, is is driven by sponsorships and 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 all of that. And you got some great sponsors that I'm sure you would love to recognize that support you uh, week in and week out as you get out there and and race your butt off every week.
5: Yeah, absolutely. RL Carriers is a family-owned business, uh, seventeen thousand plus employees, but they still run it like a mom and pop shop. Um, very easy to talk about. There's no smoke and mirrors. My company uses RNL Carriers. Everybody in some capacity needs to ship something. So I'm very blessed to be a part of their organization. That's that's as honest as I can possibly be. And then uh, TechNet and Advanced Auto Parts, you know, my company, Bernie's Speed Shop has been partnered with them on the business side for over 15 years. So it's cool to actually have people backing this program that we genuinely believe in because it's easy to sell, you know. Um, when we talk about it, we're talking about real world experience. We're not just giving you a sales
2: pitch. And one of the great things about selling the sport to sponsors is it is such a family sport. Um, unfortunately, Atlanta Dragway is where I used to go watch NHRA. And unfortunately they have, they, you know, we haven't been in Atlanta in a few years for you guys, but um, I used to bring my kids down there all the time. They loved it. Uh, you see a lot of families out there, including your family. I'm sure you come, like you said, comes out to some of the events when you're out there kind of soaking in the fans and the experience. How awesome is it to see those, those young kids are coming in, falling in love with the sport and maybe eventually be the future of the
5: sport. I I couldn't have said it better myself. You know, most kids that I meet now um, look at cars as just a tool to get from A to B. And, you know, I'm not that old, but it was 16 years old. I get my freedom. You know, I got to buy a car and, you know, it's going to be this and it's going to be a representation of my personality. So my entire company here in Ocala, Florida is based off of you know, the hot rod community and camaraderie. So um, I'm the biggest advocate for, you know, getting new blood to NHRA and spending some time at the ropes, talking to all the young fans, because that's what we have to do. You know, we have to preserve it if we want this awesome culture to continue.
2: Now, Mr. Hart, if our listeners want to follow along with your progress, keep up with the team and your season throughout the year, uh, where can we send them for information, maybe purchase merchandise or find out more about the sponsorship you guys have?
5: Yeah, just go to joshhartracing.com, and all of our social media links are there, you know, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the usual suspects, you know. So uh, appreciate it. Very, very grateful for the time, and anybody that wants to check us out, it's, it's an interesting read. Hi, this
4: is Winston Kelly, the executive director of the NASCAR Hall of Fame, and you're listening to Southern Race Week.
2: All right, welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie as we continue on with this week's edition of Southern Race week Radio along with the Southern Race week Radio podcast. And we're very honored and privileged to welcome our next guest here via the Food Depot Zoom line. And uh, she's got a week off and then getting set to go back into action at Las Vegas, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in top fuel driver in the NHRA series, ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Justin! Mr. Ashley, uh, once again, thank you so much for taking the time to join us here on Southern Racer Radio. Hopefully, you're having a great day today, my friend.
0: Anytime. Well, I was having an okay day, but now that I'm on the show with you, now that I got that <laughs> introduction, now I'm having a great day. I love that.
2: <laughs> well, we really appreciate it. You've become a, a great friend of the show and enjoy having you on the program uh, when we get an opportunity. Now, before we get to previewing what's coming up in Vegas here in a few weeks and kind of see how your season's going on, I have to do this because my... My counterpart here on this show, WB, he interviewed you a few weeks ago and told you about a theory that he has on the program that when he, when we have drivers who come on the program, once they come on the program, they tend to go on and win whatever event's coming up. Surprise, surprise, you want a Wally. And if one wasn't enough for you, sir, you got a little greedy, mm-hmm. you decided to head on over to the In-N-Out Burger Pomona Drag Strip, which is named after one of the best burger chains in the world, and came away with... Another Wally, you got back-to-back wins on the NHRA series and we're already like a ha- like what three events into the campaign and two of those are you coming out with victories. Uh that's a pretty uh, great heck of a way to, to start the 2023 campaign in the NHRA series.
0: It really is, you know what, if it continues to go this way, I think I'm going to have to come on with you or come on with a <laughs> radio station at least once we can even extend it to maybe even twice a week.
2: You might just have to come on and co-host the shows.
0: I may have to at this point, if that's what it takes. But let me tell you something. It's been a great few weeks for our team. We opened up the year in Gainesville. We didn't have the result that we wanted to, but we went to -to back-to-back races in Phoenix and then in Pomona, like you said, and we won both those races. And NHRA drag racing in top fuel right now, the competition is so incredibly difficult. So to collect one Wally, heck, even to qualify and win one round is a big deal. So to be able to win back-to-back races... Really is just an incredible testament to the Phillips Connect team that we have, and uh, you know we're going to do everything we can to keep this momentum going and uh, see how long we can keep it going for. Because it's been an absolute blast to uh, turn on those win lights.
2: And you know it's tough enough to win back to back events on any whether it's NASCAR, Formula One, IndyCar, any any kind of racing series. It's always tough to win back to back races, but you have done that here in the season so far. Well, what do you credit? Because for something like that to happen, it seems that everything has to kind of gel together everything's working together the crew is working you're working you're doing your thing what do you attribute to to such a a great performance after just three races into the season
0: well it takes a team it really does and uh you know we're fortunate to have a great team our crew chiefs mike green and tommy Delago, have a lot of championship winning experience we have other guys on the team uh justin covarubius jeff occasion just to name a few who have championship winning experience so All that generally adds up to success, but I think why we've been able to have so much success so early on in the season is simply because of the work that these guys put in in the offseason. They went right back to work in the shop, and uh, we made a lot of changes to the car that we thought would help us moving forward, and uh, I think you've seen those results so far. So really, the success, I think, is more a result of the preparation that we did in the offseason to prepare ourselves for the season ahead uh, more so than anything else.
2: Speaking with the top fuel driver in the NHRA series, Justin Ashley on this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Radio. Now, before we went on the air, we were kind of talking a little bit of baseball. I'm out of Atlanta, so I'm a big Braves fan. You said you're out of New York. You're a huge Mets fan. We have a little bit of a a rivalry going on there. But it's always fascinating because, you know, so many people are fans of what you do uh, week in and week out. But we always forget that sometimes drivers are also sports fans uh, as well, besides the Mets and baseball. Uh, What other sports do you tend to watch to, uh, you know, that that you're a big fan of?
0: So I'm a big Jets and Knicks fan as well. Um, Obviously the Knicks are getting ready to to play in the playoffs. I believe they locked up the five seed. So it looks like they're going to be playing Cleveland in the playoffs. So being from New York, I'm a big New York Knicks fan, but um, really sports wise, it revolves around the New York Jets for me. I am a very, very big New York Jets fan. I grew up playing football, baseball, basketball, but football has always had a, a special place in my heart. So, I'm um, a, uh, is diehard New York Jets fan as they come. And, um, you know, hopefully we can, we can seal up this Aaron Rodgers deal and, and have a good year this year.
2: Now I know that, uh, after you guys get done in Vegas, you'll head over to uh, ZMAX max drag over there in Concord, North Carolina, right there outside of a uh, Charlotte motor speedway. And I always find it fascinating because you always see a couple of NASCAR drivers will come over and check out what you guys do because as dangerous a sport, and it is in NASCAR cup series. Um, I'm, it's just as if not more extremely dangerous to be in an HRA series. How's that like when you go to events, maybe like in Charlotte where NASCAR drivers come out, or even maybe in Pomona, where maybe you get a few of the LA celebrities, who come out. How cool is it when you see maybe celebrities and, and guys that you're fans of to come out and check out the things that you guys do?
0: Yeah, I think it's really cool because I think we all kind of look at each other in the same light. You know, we look at these athletes or we look at these, uh, these drivers and these other forms of motorsports, and have a, a certain level of admiration and respect for them as individuals, and respect for what they do uh, at an elite professional level. So, like for example, we were in Gainesville, and Toyota was kind enough to bring Kurt Busch out. So to be able to speak with him and and spend a few minutes together with him was really fun and exciting. And um, you know, I, I think it's great for for some of these other professional drivers and other forms of motorsports, or or other athletes or celebrities, to come out to NHRA drag racing because it really is a sensory experience. Charlotte, for example, of all races, is a four-wide race. So you're going to have 40,000-plus horsepower all at one time on the starting line, which is just crazy to even think about. So uh, to be able to get some of these celebrities out to that race or even to other races, um, I think is really, really exciting, and it's usually a great experience.
2: Now, when I'm watching the events on Fox television, it is crazy to see the difference between a two-wide strip and then the four-wide strip. Um, it's, fascinating. it's crazy to see four cars out there uh, dragging it out all in one time. Do you have a preference between four and two, or, or does it matter to you?
0: Well, I mean, I think that, you know, obviously I think a lot of drivers feel the same way, where we prefer to go two wide just because it's standard. It's what our usual routine is, and, and we're kind of accustomed to that. But I think as a specialty event twice a year. The four wide Nationals are fun. It's exciting. I know there are a lot of fans that, that really are engaged in it, and they love it. It is a little bit tricky from a team and driver perspective, because not only do you have one car to worry about, but you have three other ones and, and the nuances of, of what we do as a team become a little bit different. But um, I think just at its surface, you know, 44,000 horsepower all at the line at one time really is something special. So the fact that we do it twice a year, um, you know, is something that we really appreciate and something that we love to do and, and something that the fans tend to appreciate as well.
2: Now, Mr. Ashley, if our listeners want to follow along with your progress, keep up with the season, maybe even purchase um, merchandise as well, where can, they, where can we send them for all that information and, and, and details?
0: Yeah. So I think the best thing would be to follow me on social media, Instagram uh, and Twitter at the Justin Ashley, uh, as well as JustinAshley.com. And you can check out Justin Ashley on Facebook as well. So you can check out more information about our Phillips Connect Toyota top Fuel dragster team right there. And, uh, you know, we would love to see more of these fans at each and every race. And if you do, uh, definitely be sure to come by and say hello.
2: Well, enjoy the week off, sir. Happy Easter to you. And then, of course, you'll be back in action, as we mentioned, at Las Vegas. Now, I will say this if you do win at Vegas, Hopefully, Southern Race Week Radio will get a little bit of love during the post-race speech. That's that's all I'm saying. I mean, that'll be that'll be crazy three in a row. That's it seems a little unprecedented in the sport.
0: Well, at this point, I think I'd have no choice. Let's be honest. I'd have to show you some love after three in a row. After coming on your show, not only that, but you better uh, you better bring in a new seat because I think you might have a co-host at that point. A new co-host. <laughs> Things are going so well.
2: <laughs> well, hey, we we'll always spe- we always have room for you, Mr. Ashley, no doubt about it. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time to join us here on Southern Race Week Radio, sir. Uh, good luck as you get set for Vegas, and I'm sure we'll check in with you throughout the season as well.
0: I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on. Hey,
5: it's Austin Hill, of the number 21 Camaro for Richard Childress Racing, and you're listening to Southern Race Week.
2: All right, welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie as we wrap up this week's edition of Southern Racer Radio along with the Southern Racer Radio podcast which is available for you every Monday at iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify and SoundCloud. So if you'd like to listen to this episode again or maybe even listen to any of our previous episodes of Southern Racer Radio, just head on over there to iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, search for us and subscribe to the podcast as well. We'd greatly appreciate that. And uh, don't forget about our social media platforms. We are available for you on Facebook and Twitter. You can like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Southern Race Week and follow us on Twitter at SRW Radio as we'll always deliver to you the latest in racing news and information 24 hours a day, 7 days a week right there on the Southern Race Week Radio's Facebook and Twitter page. And uh, once again, I want to thank our great guests for joining us this week here on a Southern Race Week Radio, a special call-in from Bubba Pollard himself. That's right, the great short track racer from the state of Georgia, Bubba Pollard, joined us earlier on the program to discuss his latest win uh, this past weekend. And also Brandon Hutchinson, the Executive Vice President and General Manager of Atlanta Motor Speedway. And then a couple of top fuel drivers in the NHRA Series, Josh Hart along with Justin Ashley. So thanks to all those great guests for joining us this week here on a Southern Race Week Radio. And don't forget, we do have racing coming up this weekend, even though it is Easter weekend. The Truck Series and Cup Series will be in action at the Bristol Motor Speedway for the night dirt race. Uh, Saturday night, it will be the uh, Truck Series. And then Sunday night, the Cup Series will have their opportunity to race out there on the dirt track at Bristol Motor Speedway. And don't forget about the email address as well. Feel free to send us your messages 24 hours a day. At SRW Radio at Yahoo.com. That is SRW Radio at Yahoo.com. So enjoy your Easter weekend. Appreciate you tuning in. And we'll catch back up you next week with an all new edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far flung Southern Race Week Radio Network.